Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, here's Payne and Pendergast. I would say one of the biggest storylines this week here in Las Vegas on Radio Row. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne with you. Big thanks to Yingling Flight for getting us here, for presenting being our presenting sponsor, and um, you can watch us on the YouTube and the Twitch stream, and you can see our Yingling Flight sign right here. I would say one of the biggest storylines this week, Seth, independent of both teams, is the fact that this is a Super Bowl that's in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like we, 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 We've talked to a few people on Radio Row here who are from Las Vegas and asked them, like, did you ever think – like, at what point did you realize, like, wow, we're going ha- we, to have an NFL team and we're going to have a Super Bowl here in Las Vegas when the NFL – treated Las Vegas almost like uh, persona non grata for so many oh, years. Yeah. I mean, Tony Romo, yeah. Tony Romo, back when he was a player, was going to have an off-season fantasy football event for uh, fantasy football players here in Vegas, and the league told him, you can't do that. Yeah. That, That's not that um, long ago. And, uh, you know, the, any, any kind of association or affiliation with gambling whatsoever, they were very no no on it right. obviously um so that's that's obviously fallen by the wayside i guess the other part of it is just the fact that it's going to be in vegas and today's the day when a lot of people really start filtering in and people are wondering okay is there going to be more will there be more hijinks will there be more trouble or misdeeds or what have you the yeah. biggest thing that's happened so far is interesting because so far one nfl player has been arrested for a suspected dui and yet he's a raider it's Janarius Robinson, so he's a guy <laughs> that doesn't count. He would be here he, he anyway. Lives here. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you have to exclude Raiders from any discussion That's of fair. things that might have happened. This could have happened with or without the Super Bowl. For sure, for sure. Now, you know who thinks that this is going to be a big mess? And I'll say this. Thus far, it has not been a big mess. Yeah. But the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, Joe Buck, mm. the lead announcer, the lead play-by-play guy for ESPN and ABC's coverage of the NFL, a big Houston fan favorite, <clears throat> um, Joe Buck was on 101.1 in St. Louis and said he thinks this whole thing is going to eventually be a mess here in Vegas. I do not have any desire uh, to be there. It's it's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of congestion. It's just not. I'm not that way. I'm not looking for. The Maxim party and and like going out all night and it's just not my it's not my thing. And then you combine that with Vegas. I don't know. There's going to be some story. There's going to be something that happens because it's Vegas mm-hmm. and it won't stay in Vegas. It's going to be a big <laughs> something that happens. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I just think some. It's just that is going to be a a, a mess in my mind. I think this is the thing. 
I, for one, any Super Bowl you go to, there's plenty of temptation. There's plenty of stuff going on. Yeah. There is all those parties. Yep. Um, there are all those parties. I don't know if in Vegas, if it's any more likely to blow up because like every place you go, you've got so many people who are uh, professionals at escorting everything out before it gets too far. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm skeptical that there's going to be any more commotion or anything bigger or larger than anything we've seen at, at previous Super Bowls. I haven't seen anything compared to previous Super Bowls. Yeah. I've yet to see something in Vegas where I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened because we're in Vegas. I have also yet to experience anything that I don't normally experience in Vegas already. Yeah. You know, like... It, if you come to Vegas, like logistically, like it's harder to get an Uber here because you got to walk out to certain areas. Like yeah. getting to places where you can get a, getting around town is a little trickier here than in other places. And it's but it's been no more tricky here this week than a normal trip to Las I, Vegas. I think what he was saying though too about the congestion and everything. I the, the article I read didn't make the distinction between Vegas and just Super Bowls in general. Yeah, I think he was talking about Super Bowls in he general. Was, yeah. It's a lot of. I would say that's probably going to be not as bad. I think it'll actually be a lot better in Vegas than it is elsewhere. They're built for it. They're built for it. I was in the elevator yesterday with a guy uh, who was just getting in, and I was chatting with him, and I asked him what he was here for, and he said that there's a he's at a roofing convention with two hundred thousand registrants. So this place is like they're absorbing a Super Bowl two hundred thousand plus a two hundred thousand attendee roofing conference. I, that guy's either lying or he's wrong. There's no way there's two hundred thousand roofers. Sean, if in. this guy is lying, I will cut off my left pinky. <laughs> I trust him with my life. I was taken aback by the number two. <laughs> it feels he may like have been a, a math challenge. I don't roofer. even know if there's two hundred thousand roofs. I'm just a reporter, Sean. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not. No, I know. I'm not blaming here. you. I, I'm not. I'm, I wholeheartedly believe you were told. This little fact right here. I hope you're wrong on this. <laughs> After I told you that Roy Orbison was blind yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. I, told I thought Roy, I was I an died. idiot. I was like, I can't believe you didn't know Roy Orbison was blind. That was great. Turns was out great. he's not blind. <laughs> wasn't blind. I mean, he is now. Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he wasn't blind. No. But you know what? You know what happened? Just look blind because he had shades on. Right. Listen, everybody that heard me well, actually, Sean, incorrectly yesterday. <laughs> it was bad. So we go to In-N-Out Burger yeah. outside of our hotel yesterday for yeah. lunch, and uh, I get I get my order. I'm 53, and Sean's behind me. You were order number 53. I was order number yeah. 53, and then Sean was behind me. He yeah. got his order, yeah. and uh, we're sitting. We're waiting. Even we got said to out loud yeah. to you at one point, we're in line. I'm like, I'm 54. Yeah. So yeah. we're sitting. We're sitting. It's it really crowded. Hard to get a Very table. Crowded. And uh, you know, we sit down, and they're on like the 20s or whatever. Yeah. They get up, they call out, order 52, order 53, and Sean's like, that's and us. Fi- and 54 and also. 54. Yeah, they called all no, no, three no, no, out at the same time. They hadn't called 54 out yet. Oh, okay. So you popped up and went okay. off and got it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I didn't, I was like, I just, I was wrong on that Roy Orbison thing. I'm not going to say anything at all. Yeah. And you got back and you sat down. Yeah. And yeah. um and and I was like and and I hear on the speaker order fifty four right, right, order right. fifty four I'm no, like I'm like what um hey what order number were you and you're like uh, fifty two fifty two yeah I was like yeah okay Roy Robertson's yep go you can totally see <laughs> I know yep, yep Dude, we're good and I bit into my burger and it had yeah. I ordered no onions and there were onions on it and I'm yeah. sitting there going I think Seth might have been right because you suggested <laughs> I, are you sure you weren't fifty four and I'm like no no I was fifty two and you let it go yeah and I'm I'm eating this and I'm picking onions off of this I might have been fifty four and I. I didn't want to check while we were there. I checked yeah. when I got back to my hotel room, and I looked. I'm like, damn, I was 54. Here's the funny part, and this is where I thought I may have really screwed up, yeah. is they, they announced 52 and 53. I go up and get them, and you and I sit down and eat. And it was when I was listening to the overhead uh, person calling out the order numbers, yeah. and they're like, 71, 
72, 54. <laughs> I, know, like I heard it too. 93, <laughs> 94. I was just telling, I was, 54. Like, yeah, I was like, Roy Orbison, Roy Orbison, <laughs> Derek Newton. Roy Orbison, Derek Roy Orbison, Derek Newton, Roy Orbison. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I got to gotta be that guy. You know what? Funny. I admitted when I was wrong about Roy Orbison. Yeah. You just I, sat there and let me sit with my was, concern uh, over poor 50, 54 is that, still that, that's, he's still in and out waiting for his order. Fifty two hungry bastard. Fifty two, oh, yeah. Fifty two, yeah. Yeah, he's still sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Um yeah, that was funny. Uh so um I, I think so far Vegas has done a really, really good job. The only glitch that I've had that I've experienced firsthand here on Radio Row is Brandon Scott and I were down in the media work area downstairs. Mm-hmm. So for those, just to set the scene, Radio Row, you guys have seen what Radio Row looks like. It's a bunch of radio stations at their tables doing radio. Downstairs is a long like banquet room, probably like three or four of them with the sliding walls torn down. Yeah. And it's just tab- long tables of just places where you could sit, plug in your <laughs> laptop, and, and work on stuff. So Brandon Scott and I are sitting there at a table, a long table. We're sitting at the end of it. There's nobody else at this long table. And this guy comes and sits down right next to Brandon. We're sitting across from each other, Brandon and I. Like yeah. you are, you and I are right now, Seth. This guy sits down right next to him. There's literally 200 empty seats, and he sits right next to Brandon. And I look at the guy, and he's got on like a stocking cap. He's got tattoos on his fingers. He's yeah. dirty. He's got dirty fingernails. He's got a backpack with him. Was and that Ricky Williams? No, it was not oh. Ricky Williams. No, he was oh. white. Okay. Um, and he did not have one of these credentials. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, and he and he sits down. Yeah, go ahead. He sits down next to Brandon Scott, and he's very clearly a homeless guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and he's sitting there, and I give him credit. He sat down, and he looked. He was trying to blend in, but he just jumps into our conversation. Like Brandon and I are talking, and he just sits down. He's like, "Oh yeah, uh huh." And like Brandon starts pulling stuff up on his computer. And he's like looking over at Brandon's computer. He's trying so hard to blend in. Yeah. And he did so good for so long, and we didn't make him go or whatever. He was just clearly just trying to get a cup of coffee and just kind of. You know, get out of the rain yeah, or we whatever. Go through like three levels of security. That's to get the in scary here. thing. Like, yeah, we we go through. The security's really tight. How this guy got in here, I have no idea. But eventually, he fell asleep at the table, <laughs> and that's when we had to get up and say, "All right, we got to go tell somebody yeah, about this guy." He's yeah. literally got his head down on the table. I bet he's he, sleeping. I bet he had been like asleep somewhere in a nook or cranny mm-hmm. when they were setting everything up, and he was just like oh, waking maybe. up from like a seventy-two hours. Maybe slump. he rip Van Winkled his way into the Super Bowl media center. <laughs> he did. He's been here since two weeks ago. <laughs> you guys got any smack? <laughs> Smack. I gotta tell you guys, I could go for a Danish and some smack. Yes, <laughs> yeah, smack. give yeah. me all the smack. <laughs> um, so that's been the only thing that I would say. Okay. I, like the, Joe Buck's prediction of a mess here in Vegas. So far, it's not angling that direction. I gotta tell you, the International Roofing Expo that they have here in Las Vegas <laughs> oh, yeah. has grown by leaps and bounds because last year there were fourteen thousand roofing professionals. Okay, where, where this year, 000. apparently, there. I don't. I feel Boy, that that guy, like, that roofing contractor must give out the worst <laughs> estimates ever. Thirteen. <laughs> He probably gets no business. Two neighbors <laughs> looking at each other like, hey, you had the same guy come over and give an estimate. How much is yours? $86. How much no. is yours? $2.4 million. <laughs> No, he's 10. I think he's up because then there's 14,000 plus roofing professionals. That's a lot. But then a bunch of other things like with suppliers and vendors that probably adds up to 20,000. Yeah. So he's probably off by a decimal point. That's it. So he probably is like a roofing job that should be $50,000. <laughs> He's probably estimating 500000 That's why he's here. He's like, I'm doing something wrong. I got to figure it out. I got to go to the 
International Roofing no, Expo. I'm getting no business. Yeah. <laughs> Their fees are outrageous. I had to pay $10,000. Or he's actually following yeah. through on his jobs, and he's building these gigantic roofs on houses. <laughs> um, all right, so the closest thing to a mess that I've seen so far, Seth, I need your, um, I need your assessment of this. There was uh, speculation floating around that Kyle Shanahan might have been a little bit inebriated at opening night a couple nights ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the big media session where they sit down, you know, they, 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 you know, they answer all the questions and whatnot. And you get, you know, when you get there, that, that's like the first day they arrive or the day after the, the second day, after, day they're, yeah, second day know. they're here. They got here Sunday and it's on Monday. And if it's like anywhere else in Vegas to get to that media session, oh, you boy. have to walk past nineteen bars. Act of Congress. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. It would very. Like cheap alcohol and easy access to it. Like here's a five, here's a kinger. Well, not to mention carb replenishment. There's right. a lot of daiquiris too. That's true. So yeah, that's true. Here was Kyle Shanahan doing a little interview. This is a one-on-one interview that he was doing on Radio Row. Let's so we're going to see if he's. Uh, does it sound like he might be inebriated? Sound like he might okay. be drunk. Is Kyle Shanahan possibly drunk in this clip? Well, it's it's, it's funny to hear Jed say that because it wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean. When owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, "Hey, how's the quarterback?" and he, what he means is the starter, yeah. or the second, and you and irritation go, "I don't know, but our third guy's the best." Like that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But that was just more. Brock was so good right away with every rep he got. He was always the same, and he only got a couple of them. So it was easy for me to say because in his few reps he was the best, but. If you know that for a fact, I mean, then you do what you do right away. But he was the best, and but you ease that on. And every time he got a little more reps, it was the same as when he only got two. And so when it was all said and done and he got a lot of playing time, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like what I told you when I was irritated. And he only had three reps. And I said, no, he's the best. But that's what was so real about Brock. That's why after his seven games, his rookie year, even when he got hurt, we knew what we had because he'd been that way in practice every day, and it was the exact same way in the games. Um, I, yeah, I think real good chance, and he did a really good job with it. Yeah, guy, he gave a good answer. He was right at that level where he. Could, I, I would say if uh, if he were drunk, then like two more drinks, and he might have like carried on. Yeah. He might have kept going. He might have started repeating himself. I feel like he was right on the verge of repeating himself, and yeah. he cut himself off. So that was he, a good answer. He sounds like Mike McDaniel in that. In that clip. Sounds like Bob Kraft sober. A little bit. A yeah. Sped up. He's a sped up. Like a sped Bob up. Kraft sober on meth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sober on meth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, you don't get much more sober than being sober on meth. Sober on meth. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the most sincere <laughs> form of sobriety there yeah, is. Most the opposite the of being drunk on alcohol. The meth version. Yeah. yeah. I think he might have been. I think he might have been a little sauced up there. Yeah, you know, and I thought it's funny I, when I saw people report this, like just kind of asking the question. Uh, it, it's it's crazy how defensive people get on behalf of other people immediately. Right. So we go, yeah, and it's fine if he is. What the yeah. hell? Like, He's in Vegas, say, man. Hey, nobody's saying anything. I, I don't think it's an indication that they're going to lose the Super Bowl or right. anything. I think there's a good chance that he'd had a couple drinks. It yeah. is easy access to alcohol here. Yeah. You and I walk past that damn daiquiri stand every time we go back to our rooms at the hotel. Like it, it's it, it got is tough. me yesterday. I got a. I got a tall boy. You got a king on my way up because I had done my workout. I had done the the work I needed to do. Yep. I had fled the laundromat. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was ready to go. Avoided getting shanked at the laundromat. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> shivved. I uh, was rude to a lady who was trying to be helpful to me at yeah. the laundromat. Yep. Yeah, so yep. I was ready for I, ready for a beer. Yep. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you.
you on a um, on a Wednesday here on Radio Row. I can't do the daiquiris, not because I'm like, no, those are chick drinks. No, I, I would love a daiquiri. I just the sugar. Is there something that gives me a hangover? It's if I drink sugar. Very sugary. Sugary. Yeah. Like today, I've got a sodium hangover from that meal last night. From the Italian? Yeah, I only had a couple tiny glasses of wine, but I had like that's a lot more sodium than oh, I usually I see. Get. I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm thinking of going back there this week. Yeah. No, I liked meal. that. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's just a lot of sodium. Well, yeah. I ate a lot of that garlic bread. A lot of that garlic bread. We all bread. did. Yeah. yeah. Bottomless garlic bread, bottomless wine, yeah. and very, very rich meals. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was good. It was really good. It was fun. Yeah, Landry's, it was a good job Landry's by Landry. three for three on meals so far here. Yeah, he's, he's done a good, a good tour job. Guide. He's done a good job. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you here on a Wednesday live on Radio Row. Hey, let's circle back to the Texans, but within the uh, let's look at it through a lens of the Super Bowl here. Let's go free agency browsing in the Super Bowl. Maybe you're not rooting for the Chiefs. Maybe you're not rooting for the Niners, but you're just scoping out some guys that we can seal for the Texans in free agency next year. I've got a list. I've got a shopping list. What does Seth Payne think of these guys that we'll see play in the Super Bowl on Sunday? That is next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, here's Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you live on Radio Row. Yingling Flight presenting us this week. We appreciate them. Make sure to check us out on the YouTube and the Twitch stream. We also thank the Low T Center uh, for um, helping send us here to uh, Radio Row and our friends at Bull Shirts. Uh, if you're watching on the stream, you see these golf shirts we have on. These are This is the best Sports Radio 610 swag that we've had since I've gotten here. They're really nice bull shirts is who's providing those for us. And if you want to tune into the big game and hear it on Sports Radio 610, you can do that on Sunday night. Our big game coverage brought to you by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Get yours now at solostove.com. We just got done talking about Joe Buck, Joe Buck on a St. Louis station said that we're set up to for Vegas to be a mess here for the Super Bowl. Thus far, it's been fine. It is going to business is going to pick up these next few days in terms of the number sheer number of people that are going to be here. Yeah, um, it looks like we have at least one texter that's predicting what the headline is going to be when the when the bleep show hits. Local Houston sports radio host arrested for breaking into cake vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you tempted to put your fist through the glass? And take cake out of the vending machine near our elevator. No, I. You, you know, pay for your the, stuff. The name of the guy. What's the name of the guy that's uh, the, that runs those? Well, it says Car- Carlos is the name of the bakery. 
Cake Boss. The Cake Boss is cake, the, the guy's yeah. name is Carlos um, something. Mm-hmm. He's got a reality show. Apparently, right. Aaron had been telling us. Yeah. The the he's he tries to get your attention as you walk by. There's like a motion detector, and as you walk by, he goes, "Hey, you!" Yeah. And, like, and it's kind of startling, it's very jarring. Yeah. And I get offended by it. I'm yeah. like, "No, I'm not going to buy your cake." It, You're trying to bully me. It's a good point. It makes me less likely to buy his cake. Yeah. Like you're annoying right now. It was Why better you than shock me like that. I think a lot of people were trying to help me out and scare me away from it by saying like, okay, it's, it's not good. I weirdly had a couple people tell me it's not fresh, Seth. I'm like, well, yeah, I know it's sitting in, it's sitting in a plastic container in a, behind a glass case. Yes. Yeah, I understand it, but it's, it, it's actually, the ingredients were a lot simpler than I thought they would be. I, it didn't look like they were loaded with preservatives and everything. And it actually tasted pretty damn good. It was good. good. You had the red yeah. velvet, right? Yeah. The red velvet yeah. cake. Yeah. But no, I haven't, uh, t- it's like nine ninety nine for a normal slice of cake. Guys. Yeah. I've been really tempted as I get older. I've been really tempted. Each night, I'm out a little bit later, and the the cake temptation goes up. It is really good, though. You should try it. Okay. I know I will for sure before the week is over. Um, Absolutely. Um, All right. So so we've got a Super Bowl coming up on Sunday here, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. And I think this this game can serve a purpose for Texan fans. If you don't have a rooting interest in the game, maybe you don't have any money on the game, um, you don't have any prop bets out there. Any, you're not, you don't have squares. You're just looking for a reason to watch the game. I think there's a, certainly a handful of guys that if you want to go free agency browsing, Seth, if you want to do a little window shopping, that there's some guys in this game you can keep an eye on if you're Texan fans. And I would say, for me, they're almost all on the defensive side of the ball, um, especially considering that one of the two teams, the Texans head coach was the actual defensive coordinator for. You know, We saw them bring in at least one player from San Francisco this year when they brought in Hassan Ridgeway on that one-year deal. Yeah. He ended up getting injured. Um, but it, I think it would be logical, at least, to look at, um, to look at San Francisco. And then, obviously, Kansas City is one of the best defenses in football, and they've got a ton of guys who are hitting free agency. So I've got a, I've got a list here of a few players to keep an eye on here, and I'm curious your, your thoughts or if you would focus in on one of these guys or maybe a specific position. Um, when it comes to free agents in this game. Okay. Okay? You look confused. No, I was in the right. I, I had a, a time zone confusion. Oh, I'm gotcha. good now. I'm okay. good now. Okay, got you. Um, I don't think they're going to be shopping in the Chris Jones aisle yeah. uh, in free agency, the Texans. Well, I don't. the thing about Chris Jones that I wonder about, too, though, is that he's, he's not necessarily as complete a player as I think D'Amico likes. And uh, by that, I mean, I don't, I don't think Chris Jones – is uh, like gung ho to play the run all the time. Yeah, I think in big moments he is. He's got a very good knack for coming up big, like to close out series yeah. at the ends of games. Remember the Bills game? He had the final two pressures, so that part is really cool. But he's not like a consistently dominant run defender the way a lot of uh, your your favorite interior defensive players. You think are. he's going to get big, big? I big think money? he will. Yeah. yeah, like he's enough of an impact player that some guys like. Coaches even that don't necessarily like that won't care if they feel like he's the guy that right. can be that extra little element, that yep. spark, because he is really good. I don't mean to say that he's not great. I just think especially right now where D'Amico is so much focused on establishing a culture that that might that you're not going to go above and beyond unless everything is perfect. Where are you on cornerback as a need for this team? And I know Steven Nelson is a free agent, so there's, a, there's definitely a need either to bring Steven Nelson back or yeah. find somebody to play opposite Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah. And legit. Darius Sneed is the one. The list I'm looking at, I'm looking at a list from CBSSports.com that lists the free agents playing yeah. in this game kind of in an order of, in a, you know, in a hierarchy yeah. here. Legarius Chris Jones is 
clearly the number one free agent that's going to be playing in this game. Legereus Sneed is listed second on this. The Legereus Sneed would be really inter- interesting. I just I don't know if D'Amico is inclined to spend a lot on a uh, on the secondary. On, a, on the secondary. Yeah. I think that I, when you have a, a team. Like to me, if you have a team that's kind of built in D'Amico's vision mm-hmm. and it starts up front, that generally means that you can get away with not having premier money spent on the back end. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get it through a first round pick or something, you know. And it's obviously when you're when you're trying to retain your own guys that you drafted uh, that if, a couple of years from now with Stingley, who knows what happens. But um, I'd be surprised if they go big. And I like well, Jerry Sneed hadn't allowed a touchdown until the playoffs oh, this great. year, yeah. all regular season long. He's been very, very good. I just. Um, like is is one of our textures points out that they brought in Jimmy Ward. Like okay, Jimmy Ward was like a a a, a bargain signing. Yeah, he's a guy on a two year deal. Yeah, like seven eight know. million a year. Or yeah, something like that. They could there was you know brought into play safety, yep. but in the secondary, I think it's more likely that you see a veteran signing like that. If they do go big, I think it would be on a defensive lineman. I just I'm skeptical that I. I'd be surprised if Chris Jones was one they really go after. And I'm not, like, I don't say that as an insult to Chris Jones other than that it's just it's, it's not right quite in the mold of what I think D'Amico wants. I think if they're splurging on the defensive line, it's on an interior guy who is a, a run stopper and can, get some, and, and, and can pressure the pocket up front. Yeah, Matt Abike seems to fit that, that mold. Um, Christian Wilkins is going to be a free agent. I think he fits that mold. So I think maybe a guy along those lines. Um, Drew Tranquil is listed third on this list. It goes Chris Jones, Legarius uh, Sneed, and then Drew Tranquil, who Notre Dame guy. So I watched every snap of him playing in college. He was a safety in college, and now he's a Mike linebacker for the Chiefs. I, it feels like in the games I've watched with the Chiefs, he kind of plays a similar role to what Blake Cashman does for the Texans right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a rich man's Blake Cashman. He's the third free agent listed on this list of guys playing in this game. Um, but he's a safety turned Mike linebacker. Could you see him being in the mix for the Texans? Possibly. I don't know if. Um, I, I I wonder if if you look at like Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, yeah. like prototype. Yes. Like big dudes. Like if they could, they could theoretically maybe play safety, but they'd be monstrous safeties. Uh, and I think like Patrick Willis makes a lot more sense in that role. Than, Patrick Willis. Uh, not yeah. Pat Willis does. He's I'm, available. I, yeah, he is available. <laughs> he, re- he did retire early, didn't he? Did, he? he did, he did. He retired early. Yes. Patrick Queen. Patrick um, Queen. Uh, so, Patrick, yeah, Pat Willis is a sad story. He retired early because he had, like, some big angle on some kind of Silicon Valley. Yeah, that's right. Investment, some tech fund or something, didn't and it turned out. out to be he was hooked up with a, he's a, a fraudulent good player, dude. Man. Yeah. yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, but Patrick Queen. But Patrick Queen. Yeah, yeah. Might make more sense. Who may also be some sort of tech savant as well. We don't know, but he's yeah. really good at well, linebacker. This is a, uh, somebody the other day asked, um, it's not like, and, and Tranquil is like, he's like 6'2", isn't he? He's not a little guy no, whatsoever. No, yeah, 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 no. He makes more sense so as a linebacker. Yeah. Um, th- this is a tough part about... Okay, now I've got to talk myself into Drew Tranquil. Um, <laughs> somebody the other day asked if this scheme, this wide nine scheme of D'Amico's, if it's harder to stop the run. No. And, like, the, it was actually a good run defense this year for the Texans, by and large. I know the, the Colts game, it didn't feel like that. Both Colts games, it didn't feel like that. It puts a lot of pressure on your linebackers because your defensive ends are out wide, funneling everything to the inside, stopping the run. It all falls on your on your linebackers, but they also still have their pass responsibilities. So 
it's hard for them. It puts them in a bind a lot. They've got to be really, really good at recognizing the, the, the keys and tendencies for run versus pass. And when the Texans did struggle this year, it was because they were either overly committed to the run and they were getting burned on play action or when they did struggle versus the run, it was because D'Amico was making sure that those guys really focused on their pass cover, yep. coverage responsibilities. So it's, um, it, it, that's why you've got to have really good linebackers. Yeah. And that's where I don't like – Cashman, Cashman does a lot of really good things, but I don't think that he's D'Amico's dream there. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to either in the draft or in free agency mm-hmm. um, go after somebody there. How about Deshaun Gibson, fourth on this list, of free agents playing in this Super Bowl? Yeah. Former Texan. Yeah. Uh, age is just a number for Gibson, they say here in this article. 16 games he started at 33 years old. And Put he was up with, numbers. Them, with them last year, too. Uh, yeah. With, uh, like, so he's, he's done well with D'Amico. That's right. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I first I first got my jealousy over the productive use of Deshaun Gibson last year watching him in the playoffs. Yep. So, yeah, that's a very, very good chance that, that D'Amico likes him since Deshaun Gibson. Willie Gay Jr. Yeah. with the Chiefs who missed the AFC title game. He was going to be the spy on Lamar Jackson in that game. Yeah, he's the guy that they use to spy yeah. when they do spy. So, yeah, definitely possibility yep. there. Willie Gay Jr., Michael Dana who is a defensive lineman for the Chiefs. Chase Young's a free agent. I, I'm, I'm putting Chase Young just based merely on the footage of him not trying on certain plays uh, <laughs> at a very low, low probability for Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. I mean, it, like, and again, with Chris Jones, I, like, I'm splitting hairs in some respects when I talk about that, but it, like, it's not like he's lazy or anything like that, whereas with Chase Young... There have been questions about just how committed he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It might just sometimes, man, with defensive linemen, there's some guys that are just they're such freaks of nature that their entire lives they've never genuinely really had to like dig deep down mm-hmm. and they get to the NFL and they can still dominate in stretches but there's just something missing yeah. you know and like Chase Young feels like that like he's just he's never really been like kicked down in the dirt because he's so damn impressive physically but because of that he doesn't have that that certain hunger that chip on his shoulder yep and uh and it shows up in embarrassing ways you think you'd get embarrassed after a while we're like you're just standing there while somebody run past you i i don't know but apparently not no uh, no no he's hey former second overall pick it still plays play uh, plays uh, pays pretty well i should say to let guys run by you when you get that second overall pick money like chase young did someone's going to overpay him and i don't want it to be the texans um, all right, uh, top of the hour, we're going to do uh, some headlines, the 8 at 8, the Ocho. We'll do that at the top of the hour, get you up to speed on all the big stories going on today. We're live on Radio Row. Speaking of Radio Row, a lot of guests booked for radio stations here during the week. Not so much for us because we're here super, super early, Pacific time, but a, a lesson to be learned on one of our sister stations when it comes to booking a guest just because they have a famous name doesn't necessarily mean you're booking the guest that you think your booking. We've got a cautionary tale that you're going to hear coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's Payne and Pendergast. Indeed, we are live on Radio Row. Presented by Yingling Flight. Make sure to check out our YouTube and Twitch streams, the video stream. As the week rolls on, it becomes there's more and more activity to watch here uh, throughout the day here on Sports Radio 610. Guests behind the scenes, you can get a feel for where we are. Follow us on our social media as well. We've been posting quite a bit on Sports Radio 610 on Twitter and Instagram and so forth. You opened a can of worms on the the free agency discussion where you just, you know, Sean, you, you threw out a bunch of names at me and then all of a sudden I, I want to buy now all of them. Now you're a scout. You're on there so, YouTube and whatnot. Somebody brought up the Taki Taki guy from Cleveland. Oh, yeah. He was active. He was all over the place in that game. There's, a, there's yeah, there's, there's, there's 487 guys out there that I'd like to purchase <laughs> okay. for this football team right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. 10.01 a.m. You can start doing it. At that I mean, and yet I'm also at that curious stage where I'm like I'm turning my nose up at Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's an odd, it is. It's an odd dynamic you've got going on over there. <laughs> Wait a second. You know, I can get Taki Taki. No, I don't want Chris. Chris I don't Jones. Want Chris Jones. Shut up, Chris Jones. It's, I'm watching Taki Taki video. It's fun to act like I'm too good for some of the very best players in free <laughs> right, agency, right? Because there are part like there is a part of me like with any of the marquee free agents, you get a yeah. little bit nervous about. And I, in my mind, all of a sudden the, the bar gets that much higher. Where no, they need to be the perfect player. Yes, they got to be the absolute perfect player, and nobody is. No, so well, uh, and so especially for up. for what Chris Jones is going to cost, that probably factors. Yeah, into that's it the too, thing. You know? I think. I think Chris Jones will make for his splash plays, which he makes a bunch of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to make really good money, and he should. Like yeah. he's worth it. But I do think that there is a part of the there's a consistency there in the run game that's not quite the same as some other guys. That I, I don't know if Demi- I don't know if that's the right free agent for D'Amico right now. It's not a love connection with the Texans, possibly yeah. for Chris yeah. Jones. Yeah. Um, so we're on Radio Row, and we're not getting a ton of guests here on our show because we're here from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m local time every day uh this just in people in the sports world by and large don't like getting up super super duper early especially players and former players um so uh but there are there are going to be guests on this show on shows throughout the week and probably i would say for radio stations around the country they do more booking of guests this week than any other week on the uh, on the calendar that can come with some potential pitfalls. Oh. And our sister station, our counterparts up on WFAN, Boomer and Geo, very successful show up there in New York City, they are here in Las Vegas. They're not on Radio Row. They're sequestered somewhere where they've got their own set because they're big shots. Yeah, and they're on over C- by the Bellagio. Yeah, and they're on CBS. They're on TV on CBS Sports as yeah. well. So, um, but they're booking guests this week, and they were very excited to find out that they had Randy Moss booked for their show. Hmm. The problem was there are two Randy Mosses, 
There's Randy Moss, the wide receiver, the Hall of Famer, and there's Randy Moss, the horse racing reporter, who look very, very different, as you're going to hear in this clip right here. Here are Boomer and Geo realizing that their producer, fellow by the name of Al, booked the wrong Randy Moss. What is Randy Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you, do you know? It's something having to do with horse racing. Really? He's very into horse racing. Are, are you sure this is the right, this, the... Yeah. Not this the other Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. wide receiver, not Randy Is there another Randy yes. Moss? There's a... Uh-oh. There's an announcer, Randy Moss. Who is into horse who racing. Who is into horse racing. Please tell me that's fake. That, I, no. That would no. be so awesome. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Oh, no, they no. said... I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about blah, blah, blah. Also, anything NFL-related, I'm going to double-check that. Or maybe the Randy Moss, who is the sports announcer or the horse racing announcer. He also he used to work for the NFL Network. Yeah. Come on. I swear to God. Yes. How's that possible? I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like, Dua Lipa's in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, you booked the white Randy Moss. Oh, my God. What, you idiot? First of all, that I, was is thinking, like, I was thinking, like, there's no way Randy Moss is coming here. <laughs> No wonder they were so excited, too. The, the person was like, oh, no, he will definitely be there. Oh, man. That's, uh, that part, I watched the video of this. I hadn't, I hadn't seen the resolution there, though. Yeah. Uh, the, the, they, must have a, they must like that producer because they didn't look actually overly agitated. Right. When I'm listening to it, it sounded almost like a bit. If you can watch the video, I, I don't think it's a bit because no. you can see the producer kind of realizing exactly. He was deeply embarrassed. At one point, he yeah. read the bio of Randy Moss yeah. that they booked yeah. on the air here. I didn't have that part You know what we got to do now is yeah. call him up and ask if he wants Jerry Sandusky, oh, the Baltimore sports reporter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you like to have Jerry Sandusky on? He's out and available. <laughs> That producer would be like, yeah, it's a miracle. that sounds like a scoop. It's a miracle that that Jerry Sandusky that calls games for the Ravens hasn't at least changed his name to like his initials or something like that. Who's you know, got it worse? Like JT Sandusky or something. Who's got it worse, sports reporter Jerry Sandusky or sports reporter Randy Moss? <laughs> I would say Sandusky You for think sure. Sandusky's got it yeah, worse? Yeah, because Randy Moss has cleansed his image since he's gotten into broadcasting. You no, know? Randy, no, I'm talking about Randy Moss, sports reporter. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm saying, saying if you're going to yeah, be associated yeah, yeah, not, okay, with somebody, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was never accused of anything like that. No, no, yeah. no, no. But but, I but mean, also, but it, but I feel like this though. With Jerry Sandusky, the sports reporter, you can you can go nowhere but up after somebody gets the first that's impression. True. You know? Oh, oh, yeah. You're not that Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Where with Randy Moss, the yeah. sports reporter, it's a whole lot of like, oh, yeah, Randy Moss. I'm glad we saved the best seat in the restaurant for you. Okay. <laughs> Relatable stories to this that I can think of off the top of my head. I remember Rich Lord had it. I can't remember which Chris Myers actually got booked for the afternoon show before I was on it. Yeah. Um, before I got to the station. I think it was Rich Lord who thought they were getting Chris Myers, the Texan. Yeah. And it was Chris Myers, the Fox play-by-play guy. Yeah. And so the first couple questions were tailored to the wrong Chris Myers of the interview. <laughs> so they actually, like, they actually made it to air. They didn't actually know. They, yeah, well, they Rich on. didn't, at least. He yeah. just kept. <laughs> he kept, yeah, and he started to realize. Um, I was not his co-host at that time. Um, I, of course, had the, uh, on the pregame show this year when we had Fred Weary on, I was looking up factoids about Fred Weary to use you in the interview. You forgot there was a cornerback, I forgot Fred there was a Weary. second Fred Weary who went to the University of Florida. Yeah, we were talking to Fred Weary, the 
We were talking to Fred Weary, the offensive guard, yeah. who still, you can tell he was an offensive guard. Right. Yeah. Right. And you uh, were asking questions kind of uh, off of Fred, Fred Weary, the cornerback. But I wasn't so. asking cornerback-related questions. You did. You I'm asked not, him. You, no, did, no, you asked him about the difference that's between cover true. two no, and cover I three. Not. I would never <laughs> ask that. Um, no, I was just looking up like where he went to school, and yeah. I brought up Florida, and he was appalled. He was more appalled at me bringing up Florida because he went to Tennessee, yeah. arch rivals with each other. Um, There's a Seth Payne football coach. Is there? He's a defensive line coach. Okay. And he was a college defensive line. Have you ever talked Seth to him or Payne. met him? Yeah, we used to have him on. He's black Seth Payne. Uh, he's black, I'm white. Mm-hmm. It's like basically a sitcom waiting to happen. Right. If we could ever get our schedules together. The two, the two D-line coaches. The Randy Mosses. That are, yeah, that get mistaken for each other. That's what we need. We need a sitcom where it's just a different pair of guys each week. Yeah. One black, one white that share the same name. I think there are people that have confused us or at least gotten confused for a bit before because like because we're both defensive line coaches. Yeah, yeah, we're both that's defensive a, line. That's a crazy crossover. He was a right defensive there. lineman in college. Yeah, His name's Seth Payne. Right, and it's oh god, it even goes even further than that. He's, I think we share the same. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird similarities. So, um, so when I was when John Harris and I were at our old station, this yeah. is literally the second week we're on the air, and we're just trying to figure out like different bits or different segments we can do. So the first few months we were on the radio. We had a segment every Friday earmarked to interview like a, a C-list celebrity. Yeah. Our first one was Corey Haim, RIP. We interviewed Corey Haim our first week on the air. He was coked out of his mind in the interview. I'll send you the <laughs> you audio sometime. You don't know that. No, he, dude, I'll send you the audio. It could have been math. He, yeah, right. Yeah. It was something. Honestly, honestly, coke is a little bit like, uh, I feel like you're giving him more credit than. <laughs> so maybe. So you think maybe, he's still in the maybe, coke maybe, category? Maybe, like maybe, yeah, maybe. All right. So the second week. It was actually David Nuno was the one booking these interviews for us at the yeah. time. David Nuno, formerly of KTRK Channel 13. Um, and we booked Willie Ames. You remember Willie Ames on Eight is Enough? He was on Charles in Charge. kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, the he friend. Was, he yeah, was a buddy. He, he was, was buddy. Buddy, he was buddy. Yeah, buddy Lembeck, yeah. yeah. He was Bible man. So David Nuno books Willie Ames. And we're like, okay, this will be a good C-list celebrity interview. Yeah. And the interview set for Friday. Nuno books it on Tuesday. He comes into the office on Thursday and walks up to me and Johnny while we're prepping for the show the next day. And he says, uh, he says, hey, man, I got bad news. We said, what? He said, I booked the wrong Willie Ames. And we said, there's another Willie Ames? Yeah. He said, yeah, there's one that spells Ames with just one A. Willie Ames, the, the oh, actor, spells A's. it with two like A's. Aaron, but, yeah, so he, yeah. Okay, so, so we said, Nuno, so you bo- this guy said yes to the interview? What does he do? Like, what did he think? He was a banjo player in San Diego. He played, like, local gigs at bars. He was a banjo player, and for some reason he said yes to an interview in Houston. <laughs> I like this guy. Okay, He's so a go-getter. So Nuno's yeah. like, do you want me to go ahead and cancel the interview? I'm like, no, God, yeah. no. We're going to bring him on, and we're going to interview him as if he's Willie Ames from 8 is Enough yeah. and see how long he lasts. I may have to bring this audio Did up he, and play so what it. happened? Did he... So we bring him on, yeah. and they literally had bets going in the control room as to how long this guy would stay yeah. on the air with us because it's, like, it's pretty disrespectful like just to interview him like he's somebody else. When he's a, I am a banjo player right. from San Diego, it's very disrespectful sir. to the banjo. Yeah. So, dude, he hung in for like eight minutes. I'm peppering him with questions like, were you ever tempted to get with one of your sisters on Eight yeah. is Enough? When you were Bible man, when you were this. So he knew what was going on, though. Like, I don't he, know if it he. It happened before. But, right? he, but yeah. he's, like, he's like, well, he played it straight. He's like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that Willie Ames. Oh, I, I do okay. this and that. Yeah. And we were ignoring that. Oh, we just kept oh, asking okay. him you questions, just, oh, okay. kept peppering oh. him with questions. We ignored his answers. Up, 
And eventually, this is this shows you how far how far back the interview was. It was in two thousand seven. Yeah. Eventually, we're hitting him with questions, and he just starts screaming out his MySpace page. Oh, really? He's like, uh, myspacecom slash Ames. I'm not the Willie Ames these guys say I am. I'm not like he's screaming it. He went for like, dude. He lasted for a long time, like eight minutes. And uh, so that was my my experience with booking the wrong. The wrong guest. You should call him up and ask if you ever got any gigs out of that. Out of that? Yeah. A, a, a poorly transmitted startup Houston radio station. He has probably a, had five um, listeners at the time. You know what? Like, uh, if this is the same Willie Ames yeah. now on Facebook. Yeah. He was, he must have been pretty young. Yeah. And he's actually, you know what, honestly? What? I think Willie Ames had a right to be offended. Why? Does he look pretty accomplished, according to what you're uh, saying here? He has independently toured all 50 United States, so we know he owns a van. Okay. And yep. he is he is a four time award winner. Which award? They don't specify. Don't know. But he's won four awards, Sean. Well, he maybe he's won so many awards that he can't fit it on the page, right? Like but he's, he's still like a relatively young he's a good looking guy. Okay. I I feel like he chose the wrong instrument. He might have <laughs> like he's got the hair and the looks for guitar. I don't think he had to be stuck in the So like, he's still playing the banjo? Stuck trying to to clean up after is he still a banjo pick? Yeah, he's still a banjo. He's got guitars. He's got pictures of guitars on his website. Okay, oh, so he's, yeah, he's a singer, songwriter, guitar, and banjo. Okay, player. see, uh, yeah, this dude. Yeah, I'll send you the interview. I still got it on my phone. It, it, it was pretty funny. Just screaming out his MySpace page. I'm not the Willie Ames you say I am. I'm not the Willie I bet Ames he was, you say uh, honestly, I am. Honestly, looking at him, he might have been like 21 years old, and uh, that, that, he, yeah. he sounded young. Yeah, yeah at the time. Um, we should let's. Uh, we could. This is more of a podcast episode than on air. Probably. We could, like have him call it. We could uh, just find out if he remembers it and what he thought of it. If he was like <laughs> yeah, mad at you guys for years it. after that. Yeah. All right, uh, Payne and Pendergast with you. We're live on on Radio Row again. Warning label, folks. Uh, make sure you know if it's a name that belongs to two different people. Make sure you know that it's not. You know, make sure you know who you're booking on this Radio Row stuff. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.